Hello and welcome to another episode of Bring Out the Podcasts. Again, we're recapping today. Derek Smith is here. Derek, how are you feeling? No, kind of down. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. wasn't the best game yesterday. It's it's weird because if you would have told me going in we were going to lose by two, I would have felt pretty good about it. So why does this one feel so terrible? I think because we were up twelve <laughs> nothing at halftime. Yeah, yeah, that's probably a good place to start. Yeah, just, yeah, I mean. Uh, uh, you know, the offense was moving, the defense was doing everything it should have been doing, and, uh, and you know, it just, everything, it was like it flipped at halftime. It was a complete yeah. opposite. Yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, you know, I know there, there's an element of luck to turnovers, of course, but K-State came into that game with a plus six turnover margin in the league. Oklahoma State was, I believe, minus three, maybe minus four. Anyway. You know, last place among real football teams in the Big 12. Mm-hmm. And yet, they win the turnover margin by two. I mean, it just yeah. doesn't feel fair, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think the, the fumble late in the game there by, by Will was completely, completely just, you know, that was not his fault. It was, you know, no, he had the no, ball secured. He was, he was coming up. You know, he was doing everything he should have been doing. That was just a great strip. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, and then um, just you know, just the bad luck that, you know, he had the just instinct, instinctively reached out and ended up giving it right to the guy for easy. Yeah. You know, yeah. Run forward. So, I mean, that was absolutely – that couldn't have gone worse. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. And the final, I mean, so, like the final three or four minutes of that game couldn't have gone worse. It was just – it yeah. was just, you know, they they really tried to do the best they could, but man, yeah. that was and, I mean, impressive. You, know, you, you talked in your article, we'll talk more about Will later, but you, you said, you know, there's just a few breaks from winning this, but honestly, I mean, if, case, if that doesn't happen, Will's got a first down. Worst case scenario, you get Blake Lynch kicking from 40 yards in where he's basically automatic. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, putting the team up, you know, we get a worst case scenario, you go up by what two and that one mm-hmm. in that scenario. You know, I mean, if you feeling pretty good about that, because then Oklahoma State's gotta go with the length of the field into the wind with like three minutes left. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean if the fumble hadn't happened, I, I firmly believe we would have won that game. I really do. Yeah. I just think, you know, and and that was why I wrote that article because I saw Will's face when he was leaving the field after that fumble, and it's just you know, you got to believe he's blaming himself, you know, after what yeah. they said last week with the West Virginia game. And, you know, it's just bad luck. I mean, you know, obviously the interception, you know, is just him overthrowing, which is something he needs to really work mm-hmm. on. But uh, mm-hmm. but he has no reason to blame himself for those losses. And it's just – it really sucks. It's It's been a really depressing couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But – and so the other thing, you know, we got to talk about the, the two-point conversion. Um, my personal opinion is never, ever go for two in the first half. I just don't don't know why you're chasing points before halftime. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Kleinman talked about it after the game. You know, he said he has no regrets. He pointed out it was a good play call, which, okay, to be fair. But at the same time, like, your true freshman quarterback hasn't always made the plays. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's yeah. another reason to take that, take that risk and – yeah, I don't I, see why you need to get to 14 there. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of the call either, and I wish, you know, obviously 
there's like four or five plays in that game that you wish you could go back and and change the outcome and then i think things would have gone completely different but uh but yeah that's definitely one too that that uh um you know had philip brooks caught the ball i mean the ball was there had he caught it it would have been you know a whole different game had they you know kicked the field goal would have been a whole different game it's just you know a couple of different things you know we had it set up perfectly there's no there's no situation against Oklahoma State this season that is set up more perfectly to beat them than the situation we were in last night. Yeah. And I think the more I thought about it, the more that made me sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the, the good news from that game, which is the defense was really phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You know, especially the first half. But even even the second half they were pretty good. Um, you know, they had that the pass rush was great all game. Tons of pressure from Wyatt Hubert, Kyle Duke, and those guys. Uh, the tackling was pretty good. Linebackers made some big plays. You know, um, the secondary coverage looked pretty good on a rare occasion. Spencer Sanders had time to throw. I mean, well, yeah. what do you think was the biggest uh, strength of this defense this year? Uh, the defensive line by far. I mean, yeah. I don't think there's any question about that. They The front four was getting in every play. I mean, they didn't – I can't remember a play – uh, last night where I didn't feel like they were penetrating exactly the way they should have been. And it seemed like on several plays, the, the ends just collapsed. Like, uh, like, uh, Wyatt Hubert and Khalid Duke were just in there every single play and surrounding mm-hmm. Spencer Sanders and doing exactly what they should have been doing. And, uh, and that was another situation too, towards the end of the game when Wyatt Hubert got that sack, I thought, I was like, oh, crap, we might actually win this thing, <laughs> you know, and uh, yeah, there was a there was a couple moments there where they really teased me. And I thought, you know, I thought the game was over like mid fourth quarter. But then when, you know, there was a couple of different situations where I thought, man, they're going to get away. But, yeah, that that defensive line was just phenomenal last night. I don't think they've played better all year. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. You know, it's probably only fair to acknowledge that obviously Oklahoma State was missing Talon Wallace, thus receiving the Mitch and Juba Hubbard was clearly not himself all game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, still, I think, you know, Kansas State had, had a pretty good game plan, even if those guys had been healthy, you know? The, yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, put the, put the pressure on the QB and they weren't overselling the, the rush or anything, but. Yeah, we're getting there, and then the run defense was was fairly solid. I mean, the third quarter, yeah. I think they did get a little tired. It looked like when case they didn't get a first down, but they still yeah. had two, two field goals. You know, so yeah, hard to yeah. hard to fault them too much. Yeah, no, the defense is definitely not at fault in any you know way, shape, or form. But uh, but I definitely agree with what you said last night in the Slack that it, had Tylen Wallace been playing, I think. Oklahoma State probably would have won that game yeah. by two touchdowns. And I only say that because I don't trust our secondary at all right now. And I think that, uh, that the, yeah. um, that Tyler Wallace not being there was the best thing that happened to us. Yeah. I mean, the thing about Tyler Wallace is like, you know, you can say, oh, but we were getting to the quarterback. Well, Spencer Sanders can just throw the ball up in Tyler Wallace's general vicinity and he's going to catch it. Mostly. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, yeah, so it 
it was a it, it's really unfortunate because I, I wanted this win for K-State more than probably any on the schedule. And uh, mm-hmm. it's it's just unfortunate that they couldn't they they came so close. Because, like, yeah. my wife last night after the game was over, she's, you know, she's not a huge football fan. And she she said, well, at least they came really close. And I was like, no, you, <laughs> like, that's that's a problem. That's not a good thing. <laughs> like, it makes it worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I was reading back on my uh, 2003 story, 2003 Big 12 Championship story that I wrote for Bringing the Cats a few years ago. And I remember asking Bill Snyder, which is worse, you know, the – the close loss or the the blowout. And he was like the close loss, definitely because you always think mm-hmm. a couple of things could have gone differently and you would have won. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was, what a weird score. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know, and you kind of come, commented on this too last night and I want to give Will some credit because I didn't do it enough in my article. I don't think, but that second to last drive when he took the team down and, yeah. and ended up running yeah. in the touchdown, he looked fantastic on that drive. He really did. And, yeah. uh, and I think that's that's something that we have to look forward to in maybe, you know, two years. Yeah. That was the quarterback. He, I mean, he, he loved to see a quarterback not afraid to call it and realize it's working. Like, hey, let, me, let me take this one, guys. I got this. Yeah. Yeah, he he looked. He had yeah, moments where it was like, "Holy crap, that's Colin Klein out there last night." It was very, yeah. you know, that was that's. And what then it for like. some reason, on a two point conversion, he went back to, "Oh, I'm a true freshman. I'm not big, not ready for the fixing." <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a very strange. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, but I think one thing that they showed me last night is that they're definitely built to win at least two more games i -hmm. think and uh you know and um i don't know what was going on with iowa state last night against baylor but yeah it kind of depends which iowa state game we get team we get right yeah (laughs) yeah for sure for sure i mean i think you know coming off a bye week it's gonna help so we'll see but Mm -hmm. uh but yeah you know i i don't think we're our it's it's kind of bizarre to think about the fact that we're not out of the Big 12 championship picture yet. Um, but it's going to be an uphill climb after losing last night. Yeah. And that's it. So one thing with Will that I don't think a lot of people are talking about uh, is I, I talked to my dad after that game and he was there and he said it was really windy. So you have to wonder how much that affected. I mean, obviously I'm sure he's played in wind before, but. I don't know. You just kind of yeah. adding that extra element to an already difficult situation. Yeah, like there was a few. Throw them off a little bit, and maybe you could explain some of those overthrows. You know? Yeah, and you know, I wasn't a fan of the throws that he made on the wheel routes. The first one to to Deuce when he was obviously well covered <laughs> by a guy that was practically twice his height. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then the second one to Trotter, which I do not understand that play call at all. When you've got Deuce Vaughn, why are you running a wheel route with freaking Harry Trotter? But yeah. okay, but he put the ball where I mean, theoretically where it should have been. Had yeah. you know, if they were gonna make a catch, you couldn't have put the ball in a better place. So, mm-hmm. but the, I mean, we obviously didn't fool them with those wheel routes because the coverage was there. 
Yeah. But uh, and then yeah, uh, you know how long how long are they going to be before they let uh, Will when it run an option again? That pitch was. Oof. Yeah, that pitch was why. Oh, <laughs> God, that was awful. Yeah. <coughs> I mean, I I don't think I've ever seen one worse. That was pretty bad. But uh, yeah, he. You know, he did a lot of things last night, though, that it was obvious that they, they're they going to play to the strengths that he has right now and not try to make him into something he's yeah. not, which that that made me feel really good about the team going forward, is that they – I feel like last night we kind of broke through and we're like, okay, this is what Will Howard can do right now for us to help us win. Yeah. And uh, and I think that's, that's really encouraging because – I've been waiting for that. He he showed flashes of it against West Virginia a little bit of his ability to do the read option and and uh, you know and sometimes there was a few times last night where he totally blew the read yeah. and it was just not great. But but when he gets it right, I mean, not that that's hard for anybody to do when you make the right read. But uh, uh, but I mean, you know, he. He's broken some long runs this year and done really great with it. So I, you know, I'm. It was very encouraging to see them lean on that last night. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't know. It's amazing to me that of all people, Kansas State fans are impatient with the young quarterback. I mean, how <laughs> many quarterbacks have we seen look kind of terrible their first year and then develop into really good players? Yeah, exactly. Somebody <laughs> in the comments of my article compared it to L. Roberson and. You know, I I think a lot of people forget the first year of L. Roberson and how yeah. you know. I remember the first year of Paul Klein? He couldn't throw. Yeah, yeah. It's been I mean, it's... a couple of JUCO guys, you know, obviously like the Michael Bishop and Jake Waters, but I can't think of a high school kid who came in and looked really good as a quarterback his first year. Yeah, I'm not even, think... even talking about freshman year. I'm talking about first year playing. Yeah. I think we were, you know, longtime fans were spoiled by, you know, the Bishop years and then Beasley coming off, you know, after having two years to develop. And and then, you know, Jake Waters and all these guys that just come in and immediately do well. But uh, and Jesse Ertz, if he hadn't been hurt, would have done the same thing, I think. But, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, it's you're right. I mean, it's not Clemson. We don't have. Uh, five stocks coming off the bench. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, that game was rough. Uh, That's wild. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, it to to summarize my thoughts about last night. I I think you know Will Howard is a freshman, and I think he was put in a really tough spot at the end of that game, and did what a freshman does, and. Uh, you know, we can't expect a superhero, but I think, you know, the defense looked as good as they could and that's encouraging, you know, and, uh, and Will made some really good plays, some really big plays that I think, you know, uh, going forward, I think that we're in a good spot to, like I said, definitely win one and then maybe steal another. So, mm-hmm. and we'll have to, to get into the bowl situation. So. It's, that was a depressing thought I had last night too, as we're running out of opportunities to <laughs> win six games. But well, that, they said this year you don't have to win six, right? I think. Oh, well, yeah, that makes sense six. with the schedule. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah, with the schedules being all weird. But 
Yeah, it's gonna be gonna be an interesting postseason for sure. Yeah. What about the other thing I want to talk about is you know a lot of people are saying our oh, defensive has Deuce Vaughn figured out, and I I don't think that's quite the right term. I think they figured out they could stop Deuce Vaughn by focusing on him and you know letting other guys beat them. But like for example, Will Howard is not going to run for 125 yards against anyone. They're playing close to straight up defense. Like mm-hmm. that happened because they're keen on Deuce Vaughn. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I don't think it's fair to say Deuce is figured no. out. No, if we had the other, he's going to be great. Yeah, if Casey had a receiving threat at all, I don't yeah. think Deuce Vaughn would be in the situation he's in right now. I mean, they get they get to focus on him because we don't have a passing threat, you know, yeah. or a receiving threat, I should say. I mean, I think Will has the skill, and we just don't have the receiver to go get it. Mm-hmm. And when Malik got hurt, you know, and I'm guessing that happened in the first quarter. I I yeah, have no yeah. idea when he went out, but I don't remember seeing him much in the second quarter and then not for the rest of the game. So, yeah. Um, but, when yeah, when he like, went out, that. Yeah, it's like, you know, Deuce, earlier in the year, he would make a guy or two miss and it turned into like a 10 or 15 yard game. Now, he makes a guy or two miss, that just turns into a positive game instead of a negative one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, he showed flashes last night of, you know, yeah. even when they're keying on him, he's still getting two, three, four, five yards. And mm-hmm. thankfully for K-State, Harry Trotter actually decided to be the running back that I think the coaching staff thought he was all year. Yeah. Um, so so that was good. Um, but I still don't understand why they have him in mostly, on, you know, on most third downs. I think mm-hmm. that's a terrible decision. I think you should have Deuce in there on third down. But, um, but yeah, he – you know, he played well, but yeah, I think you're exactly right. When uh when the defense doesn't have anything to do but key on deuce, I mean, what are you gonna Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I will say I, I would have expected him to score the one time when he got the open field and the, the safety made the touchdown saving tackle. Yeah. Yeah, he was visibly upset that he wasn't able to break that one. But uh Yeah. But yeah, he, you know, he's a great player and he's going to have, again, you know, he's a true freshman. He's going to have games that just don't go well, but I don't think it's his fault, really. I think it's just, mm-hmm. you know, defenses are just keying on him. And if we had another, any other threat at all <laughs> on the offense. Yeah. yeah. Consistent threat, I should say. It'd be nice to have Bradley Moore back. I hope he's yeah. healthy in two weeks. Yeah, I hope so. Shout out to Sammy Wheeler, though, for that big play. It was nice to see him. It kind of yeah. made you wonder. And, and I mean, Jack Stanine was our best receiving threat yesterday. Yeah, that's that was very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Watching him after he gets the ball, yeah, that was something. But, uh, but, you know, we did that. I mean, it wasn't the same at all because it was a run-pass option, but we did that with Winston Dimmel, you know, yeah. a few years ago where he was, like, a huge receiving threat. So it's... Yeah. You know, it's not not out of character for K State to utilize the fullback in the passing game, but it was a very weird thing to see last night a few times. Yeah, and then to, to relate the receivers back to Will, I mean, do you feel like maybe um, because of you know he's a freshman and he's clearly you know a big competitor? Do you think when his receivers drop passes, it, it's it's affecting him a little more right now? Uh, yeah, I think I. Th- I think it's pretty clear that he's 
getting or he's having a lot of problems with things not going his way for mm-hmm. sure i think you know he feels probably feels like he's doing you know the most he can and and you know it's i can't read his mind but just reading his yeah. face on some yeah. plays it's pretty obvious you know coming off the field last night after that fumble you could see it on his face and then after the interception standing on the sidelines you could see it on his face you know the kid's struggling with you know the lack of success he's having even though in a lot of situations he's doing you know the best he can and um i think it is i think it is having a mental effect on him but hopefully you know with another week off and a chance to get you know back into rhythm with the offense and get some people healthy like you said hopefully Bradley's healthy that'll help out a lot and he'll come out of the bye week with a lot more confidence I hope mm-hmm. All right. it would be fun to, to get a rematch in the Mitchell's championship game I think It'd be interesting to see both teams closer to full strength would be a lot more fun yeah for sure I think you know I obviously worry about, you know, having a full strength Oklahoma State with Kevin Hubbard and and Tylen Wallace. I don't I don't know if this team matches up well in the secondary. And maybe if we had AJ, you know, back if he's able to come back at some point and and yeah. you know uh that that could certainly help, but I I don't know. It would be very cool to see K-State in the Big 12 championship game this year, though. And I think, you know, like I say, it's a very real possibility, but they got to win at yeah. least two of their next three. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hopefully we'll extra bye week and get some good practice time and get some better rhythm with receivers. Yeah. I should say they got to win two of their next three and hope that a lot of it goes their way. And then, or, you know, win out. And then I don't think that there's anybody that could – if they went out, I don't yeah. think there's anybody that could jump them. So, I think that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but we'll see. Uh, yeah. Um, the last thing I want to mention is so my little sister was at the game yesterday. Actually, and she took my uh, seventh month old niece or nephew. It was his first uh, college football game experience. Apparently, he stayed awake the whole time, which is pretty Good impressive. For him. Yeah, that um, is impressive. But, my little sister said the best play of the game was in the first quarter when the the PA announcer said there was a run by Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. JT mentioned that in the chat. The, the, the yeah, Harry yeah, Potter. Yeah. Dave Lewis was having great. some trouble. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, it feels like that's just inevitable, though, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a long season. It's so close. It's gonna, it's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's about all I've got. I don't need to react. Just went too much. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, in two weeks we get to talk about a win. I think we will coming off the bye week. And, yeah. You know, yeah. but, you know, Iowa State's a really good team. So who knows? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Sounds good. Well, thanks, Derek. Um, yep. See you. Talk to you in, in two weeks. Luke yep. Thompson, signing off.